Hi, and welcome to the 53rd episode of Throne and Stock Talk, exclusively on Radio Naira, Raleigh Durham, on 99.9 FM HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. Today, we will again be looking at a sector that we haven't covered for a while, and that is the consumer staple sector. We will be looking at the top consumer staple stocks for the month of February. Those three stocks are Procter & Gamble, Pepsi, and S.C. Lauder. We will start out by looking at Procter & Gamble with the ticker of PG. Procter & Gamble has a, has a current price of $140 and they've been in an uptrend recently. This uptrend started late this week and um, they're getting closer and closer to their 50-day moving average but are still quite far away. Their RSI is about 44 and given the fact that they are still below their 50-day moving average, just started an uptrend, and their RSI is pretty low in the early 40s, this would definitely be a pretty good buying point from a completely technical perspective. Um, because it's, uh, it's, it's clear that Procter & Gamble definitely has more room to grow uh, because it has lots of room until its 50-day moving average, and its RSI is so low. So I would definitely recommend... Uh, buying Procter & Gamble this time. This is a pretty optimal buying point. As for Procter & Gamble's basics, they have a market cap of $330.3 billion, a beta of 0.38, showing that they are not a volatile stock at all. And as for earnings, they have met or exceeded estimates in three of the last four quarters, missing them in quarter two of 2022. I believe their quarter four of 2022 earnings estimates just came out and they met those. As for Procter & Gamble's revenue and earnings, both have been increasing consistently since um, 2019. There wasn't really, uh, they, Procter & Gamble as a company wasn't too much affected by uh, in 2020. Um, and that's mainly due to the fact that consumer staple stocks are recognized as stocks which are considered like essential items, things that people can't go without living out, living without. That's what kind of differentiates consumer staple stocks from consumer discretionary because consumer discretionary stocks, people can live without those. As for Procter & Gamble's recommendation trends and ratings, they have a current recommendation rating of 2.4, showing that they are a buy. And their analyst price targets are also pretty optimistic, with the average price target set for it being at $155, which is about $15 above its current price, and which is, about a, which is a pretty solid increase. The next stock we will be looking at is Pepsi, with the ticker of PEP. Pepsi has a current price of $176, and they also have been in a pretty, um, have been in somewhat of an uptrend recently. The uptrend has been going on for longer, uh, since about early February, you could say, and um, they are really close to their 50-day moving average now, about 40 cents off it, and their RSI is also pretty high, at about 56. So this wouldn't be necessarily the worst buy point for Pepsi, given the fact that they're um, below their 50-day moving average slightly, and that um, their RSI is not too high. But then again, um, you definitely wouldn't make as much money on Pepsi as if you were to wait and then buy it. So although this wouldn't be a bad buying point, I don't foresee anybody losing any money by buying Pepsi at this point. Um, a better buying point would be if you were to wait possibly for a week or two until Pepsi goes down again below the 50-day moving average and then invest. As for Pepsi's basics... Pepsi has a market cap of $243 billion, a beta of 0.5, showing that they are not a volatile stock. And as for earnings, 
Pepsi has met or exceeded estimates in all four of the last four quarters, and revenue and earnings has been increasing pretty consistently since about 2019. Uh, they weren't as affected by the pandemic, I'm guessing. You can credit that to my previous statement. And as for Pepsi's analyst price targets and recommendation ratings, both are rather similar to that of um, uh, Procter and Gamble's recommendation rating is two point five, and its analyst price target, like its average price target set for it, is one hundred and ninety dollars, which is about fifteen dollars above its current price. The final stock we will be looking at today is ST Lauder. ST Lauder has a current price of two hundred and fifty three dollars, and they've been in. Again, uh, they've just started some. This their chart is pretty similar to that of Procter and Gamble, in the sense that they've just started an uptrend. And again, that shouldn't be too much of a surprise, considering that both of these companies are um, within the same sector, consumer staples. But yeah, so SD Lauder has a current price of around two hundred and fifty three dollars. They started an uptrend late of uh, this week, and they are pretty. Uh, they are getting close uh, to their fifty day moving average. Their RSI is pretty low at about 43. So given this, I would basically recommend the same thing that uh, I recommended for Procter & Gamble. And that, and that this is a pretty good buying point for SD Lauder. Given the fact that it's not yet above its 50-day moving average, its RSI is still pretty low. It definitely shows that it has more potential to grow. And I would definitely consider selling SD Lauder after it's pretty well above its 50-day moving average. And um, after its RSI gets not necessarily all the way up to 70, but definitely like late 60s, I think would probably be your best selling point on the RSI. But yeah, as for its basics, um, SD Lauder has a market cap of $90 billion. I think the lowest one we've seen today. They have their beta also contrasts the other two stocks in the sense that it is higher than the other stocks. SD Lauder has a beta of about 0.98, so one. And that signals that SC Lauder is actually a pretty volatile stock. As for earnings, SD Lauder has met or exceeded estimates in all four of the last four quarters, like the last stocks we've been looking at. And I just wanted to note, in case some of you are unfamiliar with SD Lauder, uh, given the fact that, because um, I think that the last two stocks we've gone over, Procter & Gamble and Pepsi, are definitely more well-known than SD Lauder. SD Lauder is basically a company that manufactures and sells different skincare, makeup, fragrance, and um, those types of products. So, like, I guess, like, amenities and stuff like that. And I believe that they actually... Um, uh, own uh, many companies that sell these types of products so they're very similar in Procter to Procter and Gamble in that regard. I guess what makes SD Lauder a um, consumer staple company and, and the products that they sell uh, that are essential are kind of their hygiene products and stuff like that so I guess you could summarize by saying that SD Lauder is like a hygiene and cosmetic or beauty company. As for SC Lauder's revenue and earnings, both were increasing pretty consistently from 2019 to 2022. They were actually a little bit more affected uh, during the pandemic relative to Procter and Gamble and uh, uh, Pepsi, but definitely not that much uh, relative to other stocks, specifically consumer discretionary stocks. As for its recommendation ratings and analyst price targets, both are really optimistic. Its recommendation rating is 2.1, which is close to 2, meaning a buy. And its analyst price target, uh, the average price target set for it is 
$87, which is about $35 above its current price. And that is a pretty uh, large increase in price. That will do it for all the stocks for today. But uh, given the fact that the consumer staple sector is a pretty large sector and pretty well known, there is a select sector SBDR, like funder ETF, that I'd like to recommend, and that is XLP. So XLP is a good ETF for the consumer staple sector. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dorn and Stock Talk, and tune in every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. to further your knowledge of our financial market.